Giorgias Meloni's party, Brothers of Italy, it's, uh, it's what here in Australia and in uh, non-Italian um, other, other countries is described as a far-right party. Um, it's not described like that in Italy, uh, as, uh, at least not as far-right. It's considered as a right party, um, right-wing party. Uh, I think this is a quite interesting uh, distinction, uh, difference between different kinds of interpretations uh, from Italian and non-Italian uh, commentators. Um, seems like uh, there's quite some fear in uh, uh, other countries regarding this government, and uh, I share this uh, concern. Uh, it Giorgio Meloni's party, Fratelli d'Italia, is definitely a um, party that comes from a fascist tradition. Uh, it's the, continu- uh, the direct uh, continuation of uh, previous parties, uh, Alleanza Nazionale, uh, National Alliance, formed in 1994, uh, just before uh, forming government uh, with the first uh, Berlusconi's cabinet. And that was, uh, that party, Alianza Nazionale, was a change of name for the previous post-fascist party, uh, MSI, MSI, Movimento Sociale Italiano, Italian National, uh, Italian Social Movement, which was founded in 1945, uh, soon after the war, and uh, uh, a party that it was clearly f- a post or neo-fascist party, but they couldn't contain, couldn't keep the term fascist within this uh, name because uh, because of the law, the new constitution approved in 1947. So um, some politicians, both local and national politicians, members of this party, are clearly and uh, self-define themselves as fascist. Uh, they also use, uh, you know, the, the uh, fascist salute or expressions, or they made comments that are clearly what we could say, um, not just populist or conservative, but definitely far-right uh, comments, uh, xenophobic uh, um, against migrants, against uh, minorities, against uh, uh, gay and lesbian, uh, against uh, any kind of minorities. Mm-hmm. And it's a kind of policies, uh, that politics that, that uh, follows other uh, European leaders like uh, Hungarian Prime Minister Orban, also the Polish government. And uh, yeah, it's, it's within that tradition and that, that kind of uh, uh, political uh, arena at the moment. Now, as you mentioned there, this isn't the first time that uh, perhaps under you know a different name, but Brothers of Italy have been in, in government, in at least in a coalition. Uh, you That's mentioned right. there uh, that they, you know, the, the same coalition that they've now formed with Berlusconi's party, uh, Forza Italia. Uh, that previously, you know, when when Berlusconi was prime minister, they were also in yep. coalition. Now, how does how does it differ Absolutely. though? I mean, we 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 
we witness a lot of, um, you know, sort of, uh, I guess, neoliberal attacks under Berlusconi, a lot of uh, anti-migrant rhetoric, of course, the, the expansion of the, the policing of, of borders and uh, persecution of migrants. And, you know, Berlusconi himself, I really, uh, I think, can be described as a Trump before Trump in many ways, given his connections to media and his, his populism yep, and so yep. forth. Uh, but how, how do you think yeah, this... Uh, an example. Yeah. I mean, how do you think, though, that this government may differ in the sense that now, uh, you know, Brothers of Italy, uh, you know, are sort of at the head of the coalition with Maloney as, as prime minister. How, how how will it differ from the Berlusconi government? Will it be, I mean, imagine it'll be just as bad, but in what sense could it potentially be even worse than uh, the Berlusconi um, government? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Not, not, not very dissimilar. I mean, uh, there's many, many uh, politicians uh, that are still there. Um, they were there in 1994 with the first Berlusconi's cabinet, uh, again in 2001 with the second one, and in 2008 with the third Berlusconi's government. So it's the same people, uh, pretty old. They are also in their late 70s. Oh, I mean, sorry, no, no offense to two, but you know, they are in their late 70s, uh, Berlusconi is 86. Um, I mean, uh, and they didn't do a good job in 94, in 2001, in 2008. So um, they're still there. In terms of differences, significant differences, well, uh, this time Berlusconi is not the leader of the coalition. He's not going to be the uh, prime minister. Uh, it's going to be Giorgia Meloni. And Giorgia Meloni, um, she... Um, she will definitely um, try to give uh, a different impression to uh, European alliance, uh, allies and the U.S. and the rest of the world. A different, uh, she will try to give some kind of uh, reassurance and, and uh, um, in a way, uh, try to show that she's not too radical, uh, not too far right uh, and try not to uh, receive too much criticism from uh, France, Germany and uh, and other European allies but uh, uh, and in in order to do so she's uh, she will try to um uh, use or at least have the cooperation of uh, uh, technical ministers uh, uh, that basically non, non-political or non-affiliated to non-members of her party. Um, probably in some key uh, ministers like uh, economics uh, or um, uh, some other technical ministers, probably definitely not the Minister of Interior or the Defense or uh, Foreign Affairs. Uh, those will be uh, political uh, ministers. Mm, it will be different also in the sense that she has been, a, uh, in the past, she has criticized the European Union, she has criticized the euro, uh, the currency, uh, European currency, um, and she has made a lot of uh, comments against, uh, of course, migrants, uh, but um, many other kind of minorities and um, she's she's defined herself as Christian, um, and uh, um, so this this kind of of quite conservative uh, aspect uh, uh, identity uh, politics uh, uh, brought uh, carried on like uh, quite 
radically and and uh, yeah she she will she will try to uh, she will try to uh, show herself a little bit more moderate than what she has uh, shown so far um, but eventually in the long term uh, uh, we will see the true nature of uh, uh, Giorgia Meloni and uh, her party um, hopefully won't last long that's the only thing I can we can hope uh, because there's three leaders with a big ego uh, within this coalition uh, so we will see how long they will last uh, working together Fausto, you, you know, yourself are a historian and, uh, you know, someone who's very closely studied, I guess, the political and social history of, of Italy and, and Europe more broadly. Uh, and, and I guess in recent years, um, many commentators have pointed out that we've seen this rise in uh, the far right or neo-fascism and with, you know, people like Le Pen and and others. And of course, yep. you know, you mentioned there, uh, George Maloney's uh, distrust and disdain towards the euro. And, you know, I guess this all happens in the context of uh, Brexit and, you know, I guess places in, in the UK that are traditionally were always uh, strongholds for the left and Labour now voting for the Tories. There's over- overwhelmingly uh, this, uh, this sense that there's this pushback from the far right in, across Europe. Now, it would be, you know, I guess wrong to sort of even begin to make comparisons with uh, the last time there was uh, significant fascist movements in Europe at the you know earlier in the the 20th century however it, it seems there are similarities in the economic and social conditions w- what do you think that uh, her victory here in Italy says about the current state of uh, I guess the political life in in Europe and do you think that it indicates that there is a genuine rise of the far right that we should be concerned about uh, well, yes, definitely. There is a general rise of the far right, and we should definitely be uh, concerned. Um, it's quite, quite, uh, you know, interesting the fact that um, she, uh, Meloni, Giorgia Meloni, gets in power exactly 100 years after the Mar- Mussolini's march on Rome on the 28th of October, 1922. Um, and when through that that event, uh, um, thanks to that event, Mussolini took power, and so it's it's uh, quite quite interesting that sometimes things uh, really repeat themselves. Um, although science uh, history, it's not a science, so it doesn't repeat exactly in the same same way. Um, so it's. Uh, there's definitely similarities, both in terms of uh, uh, social and political turmoil and, and economic, uh, economic uh, turbulence. And um, unfortunately, unfortunately, uh, she's going to be in power and she will uh, definitely try to push for a, a right-wing agenda. But... Uh, um, if we, if we, from a, a, a rigorous, let's say, a rigorous historiographical or his- historical point of view, um, of the, from my personal point of view as an historian, um, I don't think uh, there will be, a, in, in Italy, I look at the Italian situation, uh, there's not going to be a, a revival of uh, uh, fascist traditions and, and, and habits or, or policies. Uh, clearly, Italy in these last uh, 80 years since uh, World War II uh, has developed a, a pretty strong 
democratic um, system uh, and there's a system of check and balance and, and, and protection of these uh, uh, democratic uh, procedures. So uh, I don't think I don't think there will be really I not don't think we're gonna going back to hundred years ago uh, marching with Gustav or, or stuff like that. But um, these definitely in this last uh, I would say since mid eighties uh, and definitely since uh, Berlusconi's uh, first uh, um, cabinet in the early nineties um, definitely there's been a rise of the right wing uh, parties organization members uh, institutions and and not just in Italy, of course. Uh, I, I look at Italy in particular, and uh, definitely the country has shifted to the right. Um, uh, although, by by you know, if we look at numbers, uh, 45 around 45 percent of Italian voters of those who went to vote actually, because we didn't consider that more than 35 percent of Italians didn't vote. Um, so there, there's. Uh, there's going to be definitely. There's been a shift to 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 the right in these last 30, 40 years, and uh, um, both on on uh, mass media, uh, televisions, newspaper, um, and particularly in these last 15 years with with uh, this technological revolution that brought us uh, social media, and thanks to this, uh, everybody has, has a say. Um, but sometimes uh, these things are, are not really relevant and are not really uh, well well expressed, these thoughts, and therefore there's been definitely, a, also thanks to social media, um, comments that we one would probably define uh, racist, xenophobic, uh, against minorities, uh, uh, inappropriate. Uh, now I there's much more freedom to 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 spread, and and the country has definitely uh, shifted to to the right. Um, I haven't been in Italy now for for I moved to Australia for. 20 years ago, so my my perspective, again, is perspective of someone who lives the other side of the world, and, and so it's it's quite limited and, and biased anyway. Um, but yes, um, something we should probably be concerned, be vigilant, uh, um, and let's see how it goes uh, in the next, uh, the next few months. Just quickly uh, and, and finally, Fausto, I guess in terms of uh, seeing how it goes and, and, and that concern, I, I mean, looking at any potential resistance, you know, in, in terms of the electoral politics, the I guess the main opposition was the, the five-star alliance, I believe, that uh, didn't, you know, manage to receive en- enough votes to to form government, obviously, but uh, they also refused to, to form coalition of some of the smaller, uh, I guess, traditional uh, left-wing parties as well. Yep. But, but I guess, can you just uh, talk us through what the potential resistance might look like now, both in terms of, uh, you know, electoral politics, but perhaps more importantly in terms of social movements. Of course, Italy has a strong and proud history of, of anti-fascist organising and, and, you know, left-wing social movements, uh, you know, going back uh you know for 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 centuries but really um do you see the the possibility and potential for a revival of these social movements in that you know that classical situation when you have a an ultra conservative neoliberal government there is a a bit of a spark for uh for the for the left and for social movements to to organize yes uh there is hope and uh, it's probably the only 
think we can uh, we can hope is that every time uh, every time there's a, a right wing government, uh, um, people start go back to the streets and start to organize themselves again. But the, the thing is that it's there's it's a long way. It's a long, long way for the left wing, uh, generally speaking, in Italy. Uh, left wing um, Italians are not well represented at the moment. Uh, as you mentioned, the uh, Five Star Movement, the Movimento Cinque Stelle, um, which didn't do very well uh, these elections. They lost the elections, but they actually did not too bad compared to a few months ago when there were uh, surveys and polls were talking about less than 10%. So they managed to to reach a 16, I think, 16%. The other party, the main party of the center-left is supposed to be the Partito Democratico, Democratic Party, and they they are the real loser. Uh, They they have lost the elections. they are the uh, head of the Communist Party, Italian Communist Party, and uh, unfortunately they they've been in, in government for the last 10 years, basically, without uh, winning any of the last elections. But they managed to, to form governments uh, and uh, coalitions uh, in government, and therefore uh, they have lost these elections quite uh, you know, consistent, um, considerably. They, 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 they really, um, they didn't perform. Uh, they, they have lost completely touch with the uh, territory, with people. Uh, um, um, yes, uh, it's it's a long way for the for the institutional, for the uh, left uh, left wing, Italian left wing, um, the one that, you know, left wing parties. It's a long way to go. Uh, there's there's hope in the sense that that definitely um, non-political uh, parties and but in organizations and movements have the possibility now to to uh, organize themselves again and particularly in regards to issues such as migration and uh, and social uh, uh, social uh, uh, situations uh, that it's it's. It's pretty uh, uh, dramatic in Italy at the moment, particularly the economic situation. Um, uh, Lots of people are really, really struggling at the moment. Uh, There's a financial crisis that's been going on for some time. Uh, COVID uh, and war and the rise of uh, petrol and gas uh, and bills. uh, people are really, really struggling to uh, to make a living, to get to the end of the month. Um, lots of people are uh, getting around the door at the moment, which has been introduced uh, only recently, a few years ago, by the uh, Five Star Movements uh, when they were in government a few years ago. And uh, this was also one of the main uh, issues during the political campaign, uh, right-wing parties and coalitions uh, arguing uh, that uh, the, basically the introduction of the dollar in Italy was not a good thing, but the reality is that it's helping lots of people to make it through and try to, to survive. Um, so these are also things that will be taken in consideration uh, in the next month and 
we will see. We will see what's going to happen. Um, I'm pretty confident, and and things will uh, uh, will be this hard defeat of the left uh, will be also a, a new starting point uh, for left wing uh, movements and, and organizations. Fingers crossed. There's nothing else we can do. Just hoping and be vigilant.